five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Nice to be in orbit. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy because we can. Ted, you get a little smile on your face every time I do the intro. You like that, don't you? I do enjoy the intro. Yeah, it's very like 1950s radio. I like that about it. I like that uh, I'm a part of a podcast that that bears my name, but I'm not the host of it. It just feels relaxing. Yeah, you know what I mean? It it's like I'm on I'm on podcast vacation. You uh, are. Yeah. I mean, well, and, and and Ted, that's that's that was the goal. You show up yeah. and you talk about things that you like. I know, man. I love right? this. I love this format. I hope uh, I hope our listeners love it, and uh, I appreciate them listening for sure. Right on, right on. All right, Ted, I got a little piece of trivia for you here. Okay, this wait one's, on me. This one's weird, okay. and actually, if you think about it long enough, it's actually kind of funny. Okay. In 2019. Mm. There was a man that robbed nearly $8,300 from two separate banks in Israel uh-huh. while carrying an avocado that looked like a grenade. That's incredible, dude. So, <laughs> my, my, my question is, well, I don't know if I want to ask this question. No, go my ahead. Question, my question is this. Um, what would it take for you <laughs> as, as a... As a publicity stunt for Cluck, yeah, yeah, right to to not 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 actually rob a bank, to like rob a bank and go to jail for yeah, yeah, ten years, you know, that, hey, that'd, be, that'd be really friends. playing the long game from a publicity standpoint, you know, for a podcast. Like, that hey, has everybody, like five subscribe, episodes. rate, review. You're not going to hear an app for ten years while Cluck's in prison. <laughs> You know. As Ted is being drugged into the cop That's car, right. just subscribe and listen, subscribe and listen. Exactly. Dude, you know, it would have to be your one phone call a week. You realize that, right? <laughs> Dude, my one phone call a week would be a Skyper to record this podcast. Not, not, not your my wife. attorney, not my not, wife. Not yeah. your kids. No. I got to get I gotta get that content out, baby. I got to make content. I know some people for whom that's probably true. Sadly, the public it demands be their it. One phone call. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, uh, seriously. That's crazy. So, vis-a-vis the avocado, let's do a minute yeah, on this. Yeah. Um, yes. I was really hoping we were going to do a minute on the avocado. That's the only reason I. Dude, so <laughs> for an avocado there. to get that kind of like striated, like hand grenade look to it, would it have to be overripe or underripe? I'm just thinking of this from a food standpoint. Uh, I would believe it would be. I believe it would be overripe. That's, oh, that's what I'm thinking. I don't avocados get darker the more ripe they become. They get darker and they get a little. I, I think they get a little more like uh, textury on the outside. You know. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. And 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 uh, like part of me wants to know how far this guy went. Like, did he just bring the avocado in and bank on the fact that nobody in Israel knows what an avocado looks like, or did he did he go the extra mile, find a little keychain? Yeah. Right. And then you know, a little piece of metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stick it, stick it into the side of the avocado, so it looks like a pin. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, like, I like to think of him doing that. Like, did he hold the avocado up yeah. with his with his finger through the through the keychain? Like, I'll pull it. Don't make me pull it. <laughs> also, if my son Maxim listens to this, shout out Maxim. He will be sure be he will for sure be making an avocado grenade just to do it. <laughs> Please um, send it. Yeah, to me because I because I want to see that. Yeah. Also. 
let's I mean let's not let's not bury the lead. Eighty three hundred dollars. I would like to get from, more than eighty three hundred if I'm doing that. Two banks. Yeah. From two banks. I mean, like maybe he's he's hitting the wrong banks here, but uh I, I I'd like he hit to some, know like credit union. Yeah, I'm just interested <laughs> in the thought process. Like, was he at the market that morning? He buys the avocado. It's like, you know what? You know what? Dang it. You know what? Dang it. I've always wanted to do this. I'm going for it. Avocado looks like a grenade. He goes into like the next little bodega and buys the little keychain thing. And then he's off. You know, like I I would like the movie rights to that. I think that would be a fun (laughs) script to write. You know, it'd be a short film and it just, it'd It'd be kind of the opposite of like Michael Mann's heat from the nineties that like three and a half hour, like heist thing. It would, it would be the opposite of that. But, uh, yeah, crazy story, Josh. That's a wild one. Yeah, good stuff. Well, speaking of uh, movie rights, Ted. Hey, quick question. I've got oh, yeah. No, go Did ahead. you ever romanticize bank robbing? Did you ever go through that phase where, like, for for a couple of months, you kind of romanticized it? Wait, wait, it's a phase. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, dude, I've roma- I've romanticized crime all my life. I don't yeah. think you can. That sounds that sounds horrible. I can't believe I just said what? That. No, no, no. <laughs> let's let's right. stay but, in this for a minute. Like, what but, aspect of it? Um, is it like the camaraderie that gets you or is it like the, I think, I think it's definitely the camaraderie. I think it's, I mean, I think it's for me, I think it's probably purely selfish in like what I would get. Sure. You know, yeah. Like, like I've watched, um, I'm, I'm halfway through, uh, breaking bad right now. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I can't, I don't know if you've seen that show. Yeah, Um, no, but, uh, but I, but so many times yeah. and and you know what dang it i'm going to say it because i know i'm not alone and if you yeah. if you if you say you don't think this i think you're lying yeah so many times i think man like man uh-huh selling meth is like lucrative sure yeah <laughs> you know what i'm which saying? is kind of the whole gist like, of that show right i mean yeah it is it yeah. is yeah so so it's just yes long story short yes so i haven't i haven't uh, watched that I program have. but um a girl from that is in my movie which i think we did we talk about this on the air a couple of episodes ago well, you mentioned Silverdome. Yeah. But which which one? Which one? Her name's Carmen Serrano. She's a great actor. She plays a character named Carmen. She's the principal of their oh. high school um, in, oh, in the yeah. show Breaking Bad. Yeah. So she she was the female lead in my movie. Well, very cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Look at yeah. look at that. Look at you yeah, pulling, you pulling out the big names. Little little Hollywood name dropping. You know, look at I mean, you, Ted. Just like an industry program. You know, I mean, and, like, and this wasn't even planned. Yeah, like like that, like Ted. Ted. It, it wasn't like Ted before the before the uh, before the program was like, hey, Josh, find a way to work. Breaking, breaking bad, bad in it, so that I can flex on my movie that's been in post-production <laughs> for six years and which I'm like <laughs> cripplingly ashamed of at this point. So yeah, no. it's not a flex at all. It's more Ted, just a, it's not it's not a bad thing to hope. It's yeah. gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna that's happen. right. That's right. From our, our hopefulness conversation of, of that's a couple right. of episodes ago. Bringing it back. I got us like massively off track here. You you had a topic dialed up that you were about to land. Well, no, I mean I mean it definitely fits in the same vein. What yeah. what I wanted to talk to you about today was your hall of fame, if you will, of yeah. movies slash TV shows. All right. All right. Okay. So so when you hold up like, you know, people ask you, oh, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite TV show? Sure. Um, I think it's a crime just to hold one above the other, uh, no, you, you know, all else just because there's so many good ones. But but when it comes to TV, whether it's sitcoms or comedies yeah. or, or crime dramas or movies, right? Yeah. I, I want to talk about what what are the movies and the TV shows that kind of have shaped who we are. Yeah, let's do let's do TV shows first. And honestly, okay. all right. Let's make this whole app TV shows and let's do movies in a separate app because I have Dude, a, love it. Love I it. have a deep deep reverence for movies. Uh, okay. so I don't want to shortchange right. movies at all. And I, I like good TV too. So let's let's start with TV. 
All right. So for me, let's do Mount Rushmore's. Okay, so we're gonna do four okay. uh, because Mount Rushmore had four faces on it. So my TV Rushmore has uh, Cheers. So okay. I don't know if you're familiar with Cheers, nineteen eighty show. Yeah, where everybody knows your name. Right? That's right. Set in a bar in Boston. Sam Malone is the proprietor. He's an ex jock, an ex uh, baseball player with the Red Sox. Fabulous show. Really clever writing. They 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 do that thing, Josh. That TV doesn't do anymore. TV's too cynical now by half, or it's too just kind of saccharine and treacly. But uh, they do that thing in Cheers where it's really funny. And kind of clever social commentary, but they know they know how and when to get heartfelt with it. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's a it's yeah. a a brand of humor that I actually really appreciate because it it acknowledges the heart and it acknowledges like that created in God's image piece that's so important. So for me, like for a piece of media to really work, it's gotta be almost equal parts total depravity of man and created in God's image. And if you think right, about right. cheers the depravity piece is there. Like Norm sure. is basic, basically like a highly functioning alcoholic. Sam is probably a sexual predator. Let's be honest; he's a he's a dirtbag. <laughs> sure. uh, Diane and Fraser are both bloviating egomaniacs who are in love with themselves. I mean, there's a lot of total depravity there, but there's some created in God's image kind of sweetness stuff to kind of set that off. Um, so I love Cheers, dude. So Cheers is on the Rushmore. Um, as far as just like clever, hilarious, like laugh out loud shows, 30 rock, uh, from a few years ago, we were big on 30 rock, really yep. enjoyed it. Um, dude, what else? I had another, well, why don't, why yeah, don't, why don't you do a couple? Why don't I go and yeah. then, and then the, 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 that'll give you time to think. Yeah, you do. A couple. So, so, so number one for me, I'm going, I'm going old school and this is a combination yeah. of, I love the humor. Yeah, I love just the idea of the show, and yeah. there's a massive amount of nostalgia in it for me. Go, Hogan's Heroes. Oh, dude, wow, yeah. So that's a show that I'm not super familiar with, but I, I really am a fan of like that era of TV. So yeah. here's another one from that era, um, okay. and I think we like these shows for the same reasons. The other one for me is Barney Miller. You ever watch oh, Barney yeah, sure, Miller? Sure, sure. Dude, yeah, that yeah. show rips. I love that show yeah. so much. Like New York, like a small little police precinct, dudes being dudes. Um, right. Love Barney Miller. Yeah. Yep. So Hogan's yeah. Heroes, well, kind of similar energy, I think, right? Uh, no, yeah, 100%. So, so I mean, obviously, it, 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 it takes place if anyone hasn't seen Hogan's Heroes. It's from like mm-hmm. the 50s and 60s, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, it takes place in a World War II concentration camp. Right, yeah, so crazy. so right off the bat, huge laughs. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, but um, it's just basically this the this group of of POWs has created this like military base underground of uh-huh. the of the comp of of the compound. Yeah, yeah. And all of the Nazi soldiers are just idiots. Right? Yeah, yeah, Colonel, yeah. Colonel Klink is the right. is the commander, and he's just a just an idiot with his yeah. monocle. Sergeant Schultz is hilarious, right? You can yeah. bribe him with a candy bar, right? It's just, it's just, for one thing, it was, at the time that it was released, mm-hmm. you could tell that it was, it was therapy. Yeah, right. For all of the guys who had been 
who had gone through World War II, right? Sure. Because at that point, they're probably 60s. You know, that they they would have been probably in their 60s, right? Yeah. You know, you know, 50s and 60s, right? Yeah. Um, so I love it for that aspect. Two, I just, there's something about the humor I just jive with. Yeah. Like, I really love just kind of the, almost the slapstick. Yeah. Like, Red Skelton. Uh, yeah. You know, type type esque humor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Hogan's Heroes has definitely a lot of that, and uh, the soundtrack, the the just just everything about it is great. And 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 I watched it. I watched it as at a time when, you know, when I was you know middle school and high school. Yeah, everything was great. And I just I just associate the show itself, dude. It's with, comforting for you with good time. It, yeah. it is one of those comfort shows. It's it a really comfort is, show. Man. I feel the same yep. way about Cheers. Cheers was my grandpa's show, so he died yep. when I was a a freshman in high school. And so, like, I have memories of of being at his house, watching Cheers with him, thinking it was cool, not really getting the humor because I was a kid. But now that I'm an adult, it's just a really nice world to inhabit. Like, it's a nice, like, the the bar, it's cozy, the characters. Uh, I just really enjoy, like, sitting with those characters, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Now, where were you at? I think this is a Rushmore one for me, just because of the time period and the positive, like, memories and vibes with KK like early in our marriage Seinfeld um where are you at on Seinfeld so I I understand just from a yeah from a cultural perspective that Seinfeld is held as probably one of the greatest TV shows of all time yeah yeah um I haven't watched a lot of Seinfeld I yeah. will be completely honest with you. And, and and there's nothing against it I yeah. just I haven't gotten around to see it yeah um, I, I I like Jerry Seinfeld as a comedian I think he's funny yeah yeah um, you know you know but I've never I've never actually given Seinfeld the time that it I am assuming it it deserves yeah um, but I well, hear it's, it's a, a great show it's a different kind of humor and like college students that watch it now so like I work with college students I'm a professor you know that Josh but like people who are listening maybe maybe don't first time first time listeners first time yeah. listeners but uh so like sometimes they watch Seinfeld they don't get it there's there's it doesn't fit any of the of the like current TV paradigms right so like which makes a good show it does because it I'm not a does. fan of any of the current TV paradigms but it's not like current honesty. it's not like a current comedy where it's just like uh, I don't know, like a sermon wrapped in a in a comedy where well, it's, it's sex joke after sex joke, or sex right. joke after sex joke, or it's not like directly roasting anybody. It was right. just like a really clever show, and they were kind of roasting each other, and they were kind of roasting their own worldview, if anything, and that made it really trustworthy in a weird way. Like, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I really, I really liked Seinfeld. I was working in radio like in college when that show ended, like when it had its finale, I was a senior. I was, I was like spring semester, senior year doing this radio internship. And, um, yeah, it was like a huge cultural event, dude. Um, the likes of which we don't get anymore, really. Um, these huge cultural events when a show ends, which leads me to my fourth Rushmore member on, on my TV Rushmore down Abbey. Um, modern show, yeah, PBS, uh, character driven, slow, delightful, really good costumes. My lady loves it. She's all in on Downton Abbey. It was something we could enjoy together. We're big together TV watchers. Like we don't Same. do the, yep. we yep. don't do the thing where like, you know, I go to the room and she's in the living room. We're watching different shows. We don't do that. We, we watch together yep. and I, I think it forces us to like 
find something that we can both enter into. Like right now, we're on this huge like foreign crime drama jag, and we're watching okay. this show called it's a French show, and it's called it's just called The Mountain Detective. And okay. I, like we have French friends, and I don't have the balls to like ask them if the show is any good. Uh, so I haven't asked yet. I haven't told. I haven't told my French. Is it in French? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's in French. Oh, it's in. It's in French. It's Are in there French. Any subtitles. There are subtitles. So we're watching okay, with subtitles, right. and it's kind of it's like thirty percent cheesy. Like they do yeah. these like slow pans, and they do these like overproduced segments where it's like too much dude, by half. It's, you're watching a French soap opera. Dude, we are. I think we're watching a French <laughs> yeah, soap. That's what it is. But it's, it's really fun. George dude. Clooney is going to come out in a minute. And just I just start love the setting. I just love like, so it's in the yeah. mountains. It's in the French Alps. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous, dude. And it's just this guy who like wears flannels and boots and he's like hiking around solving murders. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. But um, solid. The point well, being, I, though, like the no, 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 the point back. of entry for both of us in that show was like we've lived in France together, and it's nostalgic to watch it, and it's beautiful, and we both really enjoy it. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I, well, I'm gonna stick with the um, at least the Downton Abbey route a little bit. Yeah. Sherlock. Oh, solid. Yeah, a lot of fun. My wife and I love Sherlock. A lot of fun. One, we we love Benedict Cumberbatch. He's great, but Martin Freeman makes that show fun. Oh, he's great, I'm dude. Bi- I'm a big Martin Freeman fan. Dude, here's um, a here's a Martin Freeman. <laughs> Christmas thing for you. Okay. Let's go down this rabbit trail for a second together. All right. Are you All familiar right. with the movie Love Actually? Yeah. It's a movie that we watch every Christmas. And one of the storylines involves a very young Martin Freeman. And he's great in it. And it's a great movie. Um, it's called Love Actually. Yeah. His parts are a little bit... Um, okay, it's a, it's a rated R movie. And okay. his, right. his segments there are, are there are there are content content issues content for, issues for, yeah. but uh, nevertheless it's on our Christmas rotation but um, Martin Freeman thing you know that um, the office the the wildly popular TV yep. show was it came out in Great Britain first they had a version of it correct there was yep. only like a season yep. or two right and Martin Freeman plays the gym figure in, yep. in that one I don't remember yep. what his name was. Yeah, uh, and he's and he's great. And he's great. He's, he's great hilarious. It. Actually, it's very obnoxiously hipster for me to say that I like the British Office better, but I think I do. Um, sure. I sure. never finished the American Office. I I lost steam with it at some point. Yeah, but, uh, I mean after after Michael leaves, they have a few a few good ups here and there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's that's the general consensus with it. Yeah. Is is it is, is it did kind of taper off. Yeah. It so did. Martin yeah. Freeman. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if shout he's out listening, Martin Freeman, Freeman, great Freeman family, if you're listening, we, we love Martin. Send uh, us money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I've, so I've got parks and rec on mine just oh, because solid. it is, yeah. it is, it is a more modern show, Yeah, but, um, unlike the office and, uh, man, I go back and forth whether I like parks and rec or the office. Yeah. My wife loves parks and rec more yeah. than the office. So I, I think, think I because do too. of that, because yeah. of that reason, I, I might gravitate toward it more just yeah. because I get to watch it with her, right? Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just upbeat. Like Ron Swanson is probably one of my favorite TV characters of all time. Dude, mine too. He's he's amazing, just and we the libertarian just yeah. We enjoyed a lot of Parks and Rec a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, I love Swanson. I thought it was a a funnier show, and it yeah. and it it yeah. made more sense to me. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, sure. 
yeah, the office, it was just a little like Michael's an idiot. Jim's a, a good looking guy. Here, here's a funny parallel that I, that I make with my college students vis-a-vis the office. Cause they're all in love with it. Okay. Every college student currently just adores the office. It's sure. a lot of people's de facto kind of therapy dog. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's, it's yeah. like TV Prozac. So yeah. they'll go back to the room, dude, and they'll hole up and they'll smash like, like a whole season, a whole season in, a, in an yep. evening or yeah. whatever. Anyway, that's not the point. The point yeah. is, one of the things that Christian Christian college girls are forever frustrated about is that guys will flirt with them for years on end and not do anything about it. Okay, and not sure. ask him out ever. Sure. And they're angsty about this with good reason. It's annoying, right? Yeah, of course. But then I'll say to them. But you love Jim Halpert, right? You adore Jim Halpert. But that's the self-same thing that he did in that show for years. He flirts right. with Pam. He's the big sweetie. He's got the floppy hair. He, yep. Jim Halpert is every guy at your Christian college, right? He's Pretty flirting much, with yes. you. He's not asking yeah. you out, but he's flirting, right? Right, right. Anyway, that's my, that's my, I said my piece on the Jim Halpert. No, it's thing. true. It's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. I think, And I think maybe that's part of... I mean, we want our reality to match the, the, the fiction that we enjoy, right? Yeah. Just because it's yeah. you know it's a world that we want to, it's a world we want to inhabit. Yeah, yeah, right. But when it actually comes out to actually living what that reality, like, yeah. like you know, I watched I watched the show um, again. Content warnings, and I think yeah. I might have watched it with a friend that knew where some of the parts were that just wouldn't be wouldn't be beneficial. Yeah. But uh, Sons of Anarchy. Okay, yeah, I've, I've heard great right? things. I've never watched it. Um, I mean, yeah. super. It's a brutal, brutal yeah. show, right? But, yeah. but, 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 kind of the same thing. And like, yeah. I, 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 watching that, you're like, man, just the idea of being in a motorcycle gang. Yeah, And yeah. you know, you know, I've got the got my baseball bat, you know, on one right. end strapped to one end, and a you know, double barrel twelve gauge on the other. Yeah. It's so appealing, right? But yeah. then, if you were actually going to live that life out in real life, it's like it's traumatizing. Oh, it's depraved. Right? It would like, be awful. It, You're it's yeah. horrible. It's You'd be completely, completely like yeah, burned to the ground by sin. It would be awful. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Right? And yeah, and think, like there's there's an aspect of the show. The things that they glamorize, they glamorize it really well. So you're you're connecting with like the freedom, like the yep. the yep. You know, you're on the road. The wind's hitting your face. You're allowed to be a tough guy. Like we can't be tough guys anymore. So um, okay, so this is actually another podcast topic that I have on my list. Yeah, but, yeah. but we we can do a little primer. Yeah, for we'll prime it right it. now. We'll prime right? it. Is is I feel like for the longest time. The things that I was taught to value as as a man, especially growing up in the country, sure. where like I mean, like I was taught how to kill things well, yeah, right, right? <laughs> yeah. and I was taught how to how to how to split wood. I was taught how to how to be rough, how yeah. to how to not cry when you get hit, you know, in the face with a baseball, right? Yeah, I feel like all of these things, like those are all good things, by the way. I think. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yes. I. Uh-huh. I mean, I think so too. Yeah. Right. But, but I do think that there is a subset. And, and again, I'm not. I'm not saying like, like this is the only thing that I get because yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. true. But I think there's like there's a growing movement to, to make me feel, feel bad about those things. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 and, and because like, like you know, well, you were raised under you know certain you know whatever they want to say. I don't even know what language they use. But but. Like is tough guy stuff coming back? Like I feel like it might be. I hope so, dude. Like I, <laughs> I enjoy tough guy stuff. 
Um, yeah, like I, I miss it. So I miss like, and this is horrible, right? It's indefensible on one level, but like, I kind of miss like tough guy rap from the nineties. Tough guy rap oh, is gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's all kind of, the X gun give it to you, man. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it, nowadays like the, it's all like rap about about like the rapper's emotions and stuff. It's different. It's just yeah, different. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and so I well, hope they're all ra- they're all rapping about their cryptocurrency now. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Just- <laughs> I hope I hope some of that stuff is coming back. And I think like on a serious level, um, it's the kind of stuff that if you're the dad of boys, you know how nasty the world is, right? So like mm-hmm. I I know. Yeah at a deep level to my shame to a large degree, how nasty it is out there because I've experienced it. And so I want to build into them a certain amount of toughness and whether they split wood or whether they play football or box or whatever it is, they need to learn how to confess sin. Confessing sin is hard, dude. It takes courage. It takes mad courage. So they need to, they need to get some reps in doing that. Um, they need to learn how to hurt and suffer well because the world is nasty and we live in a fallen world and they're going to suffer. So if we can teach some of these lessons through a sport or through like hard physical labor or whatever, pick your thing, you know, they don't all have to be tough guys in the same way, but I would almost argue, Josh, that every boy has to be a certain kind of tough. You know what I mean? Just because life's going to give it to him and, um, you know, they, they got to be prepared. And whether that means they're doing this activity or that activity or whatever, it, it's kind of immaterial. But some of that has well, to I be mean, there, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it goes back to what we were talking about a few episodes ago about uh, 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 mental toughness. Yeah. Right? And that's, and that's something that, that my wrestling coach coach taught me. Yeah, right. Right, right. And, and, and you can learn that lesson in tons mm. of different ways, right? He really but, taught you how to suffer. It was what he taught well, you. Well, he did. You know? He taught me. He yeah. taught me how to push through, mm-hmm. and how to to make to to flip that switch in the head when your body is telling you no. Mm-hmm. Your mind has to tell you yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. And which reminds works. me of an R. Kelly song from the '90s called "Bumping Around." <laughs> my, 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 my body. My mind's telling <laughs> my me no, but my body's telling me yes. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exact <laughs> opposite of R. Kelly. He basically took the R. Kelly template and flipped it on its head. Um, R. Kelly like he canceled before cancellation was even a thing. So, yes, look yeah, at that. Look yeah. at that. Sorry, R. Kelly. Yeah, it's not cool to like R. Kelly anymore, huh? Oh, gosh, no. No. Like, no. And, and, you know, on that, that was my karaoke song. Again, well, not proud of it. It was a different time. But, like, yeah. it was really funny. And this wouldn't be funny anymore. Like, no, nothing that I used to do back then is funny anymore. But it was, it was funny to see a big white guy sing... Bump and Grind by R. Kelly, and it would always get some laughs, right? Of so, of course, like, that's the song. Yeah, in a, in a karaoke context, let's do a minute on karaoke. Okay, you're looking for like a song that's either super fun for everybody to sing, so it's yeah. like either a sing along or it's funny. And if the song that you've picked is neither of those things, chances are it's not a good karaoke song. No, and no, so no, no. like um, Bump and Grind. So mine, yeah, no, it, no, go ahead. Sorry, it really sorry, worked on that level because it was just funny. You know, oh, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" by Elton John. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, same yeah, reasons. Yeah. Like well, you're, well, and people can sing along too. That's right? it. So, so, yeah. so, 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 I think, I think, I think that's got both. Dude, uh, ours. Do you have a couples karaoke song that you do with your wife? No, dude. My wife, my wife would 
never do karaoke. Interesting. She has more she self-respect is, than we do. Then. Yeah, she's well, a, yeah, we could fundamentally she's, like a better person. Probably. Like I say, she's super shy and introverted. But yeah. yeah, let's call it for what it is. It's probably self. She's a self-respecting <laughs> person, unlike you and me, who are just. She's like you go make a fool of yourself. Yeah, exactly. So our couple's karaoke song is uh, the song "Stay" by Lisa Loeb from the nineties. Oh yeah. You say I only hear what I want to. You know, yep. and it's it's again, it's funny to like. Just kind of sing it to each other, and like I'm doing the high parts, and uh, it's a good time. There it's we go, man. Time. I love yeah. it. I love it. You know what? You know what? We'll we'll have to create for this podcast. Not mm-hmm. that we'll ever perform it, but 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 we'll have to figure out what what is what is the Cluck Podcast karaoke song. Oh yeah. We'll have to we'll have to maybe maybe do an ep on that. I think we should do an ep on that. I yeah. would enjoy it. Right on. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, we are. We're at thirty minutes. We could probably think about wrapping up here, but yeah. I but I wanna I wanna bring back the the clucks or sucks. I love it, dude. I okay. love this uh, this conceit for sure. So so here we go. We're gonna do Ted clucks or sucks. Uh huh. <laughs> Troy Aikman. <laughs> oh, dude, clucks. I'm a okay. huge dude. I'm a huge oh, Troy Aikman I, guy. So I will admit to you, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. No, There's a dude. lot of Troy Aikman hate. I, I don't get the Troy Aikman hate. I really don't get it. Okay. And I'm, I'm not on social, so like I don't I don't understand all the reasons. Maybe people have good reasons why they hate Troy Aikman. But but like for me, um and, and dude, I'm a I'm a super straight guy, okay? Like I've I've only ever been into into women. Like I'm very straight. <laughs> However, yes, like a young Troy Aikman, like if I could look like any other man, Troy yeah. Aikman, handsome dude, like young Troy, yeah. very handsome, quarterback of the Cowboys. Like I just, I respected him as a quarterback. Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoyed those old Cowboy yeah. teams exactly. <laughs> and he was tough, dude. Like we talked about toughness a minute ago. Yeah. This guy, he was always like getting a concussion, getting smacked in the face. Like he was getting killed. He always had like a cut on his chin and like a huge bandage on it. And, right, um, exactly. So I liked Troy Aikman, the player. I like him in the booth. He's okay. grizzled. Like he's aged well. He's still like 99th percentile handsome. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, me and my cousin, my cousin Brian, who I, I mentioned on this podcast like way too often, but we have this thing where we're just like, gonna have to get Brian on the podcast, then, dude. Yeah, and he's like he's a, he's an old man now. He's like fifty, and I'm I'm middle aged, and like, but every time we're watching football together in our respective cities, like he's in Chicago, I'm down here. Yeah, we we always make a Troy Aikman comment like about how handsome he is, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's a thing that we share. We're we're you both big Troy guys. It's okay, you know. In the spirit of of authenticity and transparency here, like yeah. my wife has accused me of of being way more gay than I actually am in many times by the ways that I will fawn over other dude. Men's I get looks. that. I get that. Like, you yeah. know, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong. You know what? There's nothing wrong with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can say a man is beautiful and be and be straight, dude. So where are you at on Troy Aikman? Not not just looks wise, but just in general. Clucks or sucks for you on Troy Aikman? Um. I I I have I have like no connotations with him whatsoever. Got I think it. I think he's great. I yeah. think he was a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think he's good in the booth. Yeah. Someone that I do have feelings toward, and we're gonna do yeah. a little. Uh, we're gonna do a bonus clucks or sucks because right, they often it. come in pairs. Yeah, Joe Buck. Okay. Um, I would I'll say be, I'll be honest with you. That's a sucks for me. That's a sucks for you. That's a sucks for a lot of people. I think he gives yep. off a certain yep. kind of like arrogant vibe, like a like a arrogant rich kid kind of vibe i think he clucks and here's why okay Um, all right 
I like his voice. I think he's a good broadcaster. His voice is synonymous with like a certain kind of classy broadcast. It reminds me of when I was a kid and it was uh, Frank Gifford, Al Michaels, and Dan Deardorff in the Monday Night okay. Booth. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was a great voice. Uh, Mike Patrick on the ESPN night game when I was a kid growing up. Yeah. Great voice. So for me, like Joe Buck has a really nice voice and there's a, there's a certain amount of like just being Troy Aikman adjacent. That, that makes you cluck, that makes you kind of rip as a person. And like sure. just sure. all that time that he gets to spend with Troy, like like having dinner and being on airplanes and like he's getting a lot of Troy Aikman time in and I, I admire it. I think it's pretty it's great true. for him. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There's part of you that wants to be Joe Buck. Just oh, so sure, Troy, Troy Aikman adjacent. Well, there's and a the huge part of me. probably wouldn't help. Yeah, it no. Wouldn't I, I would love Troy Aikman's career. Like if I could have anybody else's professional life, it would it would be tough to beat Troy Aikman's. Like yeah. he wins a, a few Super Bowls, he's like stunningly handsome, and then he goes on to this long career in broadcasting. Yeah. Gets to watch football for a living. I would I would take it. I would take his career. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, Troy Aikman, yeah. clucks, clucks. Yeah. Love it. There we go. Well, you know what? Also, clucks, Ted. Our listeners, they sure our, do. Joshua. Our listeners, clucks. Absolutely. And you know. Uh, Oh gosh! You know what I realized we haven't done in what? the past like three eps? Uh, any visual stuff? Any yeah, vi- yeah know, visual dude. theology, dude. Oh, Isn't it interesting how if you go into a radio experience with no notes, no prep of any kind, and you just show up, you find yourself forgetting important things, <laughs> like the sponsor of your program. This. I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> It's almost as though... I can't believe we've done this. Yeah, We're horrible you, you, people. You don't exchange one text about it, and that's fine. I want to keep doing it this way. Um, it'll go in the show notes. It'll go uh, yeah, on our yeah, socials. Yeah. We'll give some love. And honestly, go to Visual Theology. We're, 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 we're at this point in our, in our relationship, our courtship with Visual Theology, where like I'm ready to see a t-shirt mock-up. Yeah, I'm not saying it's an ultimatum, happening. but like yeah. I want to see a t-shirt mock-up before I give much more love to the company on on my program my there lucrative lady yeah. radio program so oh, all right all right well i'm glad i'm glad we give a reason now so josh byers if you're listening my- that's a little bit of pressure that's me being a little bit manipulative in the relationship you know what i mean well see and even after ted said on his other podcast that josh is 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 the best josh in his life <laughs> which you know i took no I'd, to I'd, for, I'd forgotten about you in that one moment <laughs> yeah. I, it's almost it's like the notes thing like i needed notes of like other joshes in my life that's um, right that's right yeah 100 percent. josh well, squires you know, from growing up you know i'm sure he's offended yes. josh allen the quarterback of the bills you know josh brolin the actor yeah I mean, every so josh is, joshes, is mad at right? me right now you know i, yeah. I got josh problems he got he had Josh problems. Josh Gordon, the wide receiver from the Chiefs, who's been suspended Josh, like fourteen times. Josh Groban, the singer. Josh Groban, right? the singer. Yeah, I mean, he's writing an angsty song about me as we speak, probably. But, uh, oh my goodness, I love it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, for all of the Joshes out there, and for anyone else that is not named Josh, uh, we thank you for listening. We, we appreciate do. your patronage. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your comments, your questions, things that you want Ted and I to bloviate over which is a great word that i yeah. love using way too much yeah. um five star reviews we appreciate it. especially if you're on apple just scroll down it does it takes five seconds scroll down to the bottom of your screen five seconds those five, five stars, stars. Yeah. five stars five seconds five seconds five stars that's all that's we need ladies and gentlemen we really really appreciate it we thank you for listening head on over to visual theology unless they don't come through with a t-shirt then we're going to stop talking about that that's true ted any last words just, just that i hope troy aikman's listening 
Yeah, I hope he oh, uh, yeah. he found the podcast. I hope he's listening. I hope he wants to hang out. Maybe if uh, next next time he's doing a Titans game, I'll make the drive over to Nashville. We can we can hang out a little bit. There Me we Troy go. Aikman. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll we'll get some of our own Troy Aikman time. It'll be great. Yeah, that would be, be incredible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you all for listening. We will catch you on the next episode of Cluck. Later. <laughs>